Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. It is Thursday, July 23rd. The year is 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I am joined by my negative Nancy co-host, Matt Sheehan. Hey, Matt. That seemed uncalled for, didn't it? No, actually, probably not. (sighs) I'm just trying to predict your... Uh, we we haven't spoken much yet today. It's it's 10 p.m. Wednesday here. I've missed you all day. I have. <laughs> we we had a plan for today's podcast. It wasn't going to be this, and I'll explain more in a little bit. But then uh, some news broke around about nine o'clock with the uh, Michigan State football program, and I'm just trying to gauge how you're feeling inside right now. That's why I called you a negative, Nancy. It's not. No, it's. I mean, fine. sometimes it, you're negative, fine. but I'm just I'm assuming you're going to be a little down in the dumps. Based on what we're going to talk about today. Uh, if it has anything to do with something getting shut down due to a global virus, you know what? <laughs> Will, you got me. I'm not going to be Mr. Chip Chipperoo <laughs> here. Uh, that's, yeah, you you got me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. What's well, not fine? No, it's not fine at all, actually, but okay, anyway. It's the coronavirus situation in the United States. Turn up. Yeah, woo. Yeah, and uh, even more locally here at Michigan State, just a, a couple days out from the Michigan State football team extending out to the 20-hour-a-week uh, workouts, conditioning, film, walkthroughs, etc., pretty much everything except practice, mm-hmm. which is, I believe, August 7th is the day of practice. Uh, a few days before that was set to ramp up. Michigan State conducted some coronavirus testing, and based on those results, have decided to voluntarily, momentarily suspend workouts. And we're going to talk about what the school released, uh, specifics about the testing, and sort of where do we go from here. So what we're going to do is just a segment, maybe two, we might, we'll see how the time is, throw in a commercial break, and just sort of do this as a bonus episode because we already had a full podcast in the chamber for what was supposed to be released today, and that'll be released tomorrow. So today's just kind of a bonus episode before we did all of our episodes. So full pod Friday, little mini pod, reacting to the breaking news today, and we'll tease the uh, the full pod at the end of the show so you know what is coming on tomorrow's show. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about COVID-19, pausing Michigan State football workouts Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, are you ready? Yeah, I don't think I'll be as negative as a lot of people would think, though. And I think you're kind of alluding to this before we started recording that. Like, it yeah. might not be as bad as it sounds at first <laughs> read. good? No, of course not. But yeah, it's Let's not Clemson here. shutting it down because there's 74 positive. T- that was an exaggerated number. Don't Maybe take that they seriously. Didn't shut but it down. It's not because of that. Sure. I don't even think sure. they shut it down, did they? Sure. I think they just uh, powered through. Uh, anyway. Just keep your nose to the stone, baby. Let's go. All right. Here's the release. This is how I'm going to start. I think it's appropriate to start this way. I'm just going to really read the release. It's not long at all. Uh, Do it dramatically. Here. No. 
Okay. Statement from the athletic department. As Michigan State football prepared for the beginning of the 20-hour week, during which student-athletes and staffs would be in larger groups than they had been during voluntary workouts or the eight-hour weeks, so full team coming together in big groups, meeting rooms inside, etc., etc. It conducted surveillance COVID-19 testing on all staff members over the weekend and previously scheduled surveillance COVID testing on student-athletes Wednesday afternoon. Late Wednesday afternoon, after testing student-athletes had been completed, one staff member received a positive result. Michigan State football will pause workouts and will not begin its 20-hour weeks until it receives the complete results from all surveillance testing. Okay. So let's sort of dive into what that all means. Yeah, there's just like one question I have. I don't even know if you'll know sure, the answer. Go ahead. So like they tested all the staff members over the weekend and yes. they got a positive result today. So does that mean they, they didn't know for that three day stretch or four day stretch until today? Or do they retest the staff and then the light went off and they said, Oh, he's positive. Like that's that's one kind of hung up on. Like, were they in limbo for three to four days with this like all, the whole staff waiting for results? Because I know I've heard results come in anywhere from like 30 minutes after the test to three weeks and counting. So like mm-hmm. I, I even I don't even know like the, the, the feedback of how fast this can possibly be done. So that, that's like the one thing I'm hung up on in that statement there. So the rapid results tests provide false positives mm-hmm. occasionally. I think it's like at a 20% clip. Okay. Uh, and what I've heard, and, and testing is kind of different everywhere, but I've heard there's places that'll do the rapid response, and then any positives will get retested in the longer form testing. I don't know if MSU's done that. Okay. But I've heard that uh, as a thing, and that can take, like you said, anywhere from like a full day or two up to two or three weeks. I would imagine MSU has a pretty good hookup. Yeah, when it comes to let's not be naive here, right? So the the fact that it was done over the weekend, say Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, three to five days, uh, I would say that is the more long form testing, and that was just they did that testing on all the staff, and uh, we're sort of in a limbo. You know, we've seen all the staff members wearing masks, trying to do social distancing type things, kind of. You know, you would assume nobody has symptoms. Like, if they're symptomatic, they're not going to be going to practice, you would hope. So, I would imagine it was an asymptomatic person. That would be a bad look, yeah. Yeah, and they just happened to, you know, while still doing stuff during the week, happened to test positive uh, on Wednesday from their test that they took over the weekend. So, yeah, I think they were... Around And I think this is part of the reason why they're pausing things is that a staff member who is positive has been around the team for at least three to four or five days, right? Took the test over the weekend and they were positive on the weekend and they've been around the team Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I think that's kind of a reason there. Um, Okay. So, yeah, that is one thing. The staff was tested over the weekend and got the results on Wednesday afternoon. By the time the result was in, all the football players had been tested. And so I was wondering kind of what the plan was for follow-up testing, right? We had to have testing, two negative tests to even begin workouts for a specific student athlete. Mm -hmm. And after that, I was curious, all right, what are they going to do? When's the next round of testing? Because uh, this has been in the news a lot. 
baseball players feel like they're not getting tested enough. NFL players kind of put up a stink until they got daily testing during training camp, and then once the positive rate fell below a certain point every other day, like they're going to be testing a ton. We know the NBA bubble uh, had a ton of testing at the jump and has testing uh, at a pretty decent clip now that they're all in there and everything is quote-unquote clean, virus-free in the bubble. They'll continue to test. So I was curious what they would do with college because the resources are different. Players aren't paid. Players are, there's more of them. They're more spread out. They're not quarantined, right? So that was always going to be the key. And it looks like, I don't know, just, you know, a few weeks later, they're going through the whole team. I don't know if the plan is once a week, the entire team gets tested or or what it is. But as of right now, um, we do know that on Wednesday during the day, the entire team took tests and that judging by what happened with the coaches, right? Only one coach is positive. We, we can assume that, that all the results came back and only one of the coaches is positive. Mm-hmm. We can assume that now they're going to wait for all of the results to come in from the football players, like all the staff tests are in, now the football players will come in. And depending on how that result shakes out, they'll kind of go from there, right? Yeah, it depends on what their magic number is. I'm sure they have a number yeah. in mind of like, okay, well, if we hit I have 10 positives, let's say I, I spit on here, like that, sure. then we're shutting down for at least another week or two here. So it's it's tough to like talk about it and um, not like just speculate of what the number could be and what their process could be and everything like that. So that's what kind of makes talking about it a little difficult because, yeah, I don't know what the protocol would be. I don't know the number that they're looking for. Um, I don't know who, obviously, who the staff member is, how close they actually have been with players and and whatnot. Yeah. Like, uh, who 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 knows who it could be? It could be, <laughs> for all we know, a, an assistant video guy, uh, or it could yep. be uh, Tucker himself. Who it could be anyone between those two. But yeah, and like everything that you see that they're posting, obviously everything seems pretty up to code. They got the mask, social distancing whenever they can. So I, I you know, it's nice to think that yeah, okay, well, they probably didn't have too much exposure to the football players, but. I, who knows what happens away from the cameras? I, I I don't know, man. It's just, it sucks. It sucks because especially like if we're still going to keep lying to ourselves and saying that students are going to arrive on campus this fall, like there's no one. The, the only people on campus right now are MSU football essentially and a few other teams and whatnot. And we're we've hit a snag right here. Um, we want to bring thirty to forty to fifty thousand students here in the fall and and keep trying this. We're just one positive test kind of halts everything. Like oh. Oh my, he thought I was negative before about the prospect of football this fall. Oh, I think I just hit a new rung uh, in negativity here. <laughs> so that's kind of, uh, yeah, all, all I got to say right now uh, about it. It's uh, it's a bummer. It's quite ambitious. I think it's a diplomatic word to think uh, that, hey, we could do this with full-time students in the fall. And uh, just keep on trucking along here. It's going to be – it's almost like pick one thing. Do you want students to come back or do you want to play football? Yeah, <laughs> correct. You want to, and it looks terrible, but we all understand that this is a morally, ethically precarious situation. College sports, specifically college football and basketball, the two big revenue sports, have always been that. Yeah, totally. They always have. F- football we way more all, than basketball too. Yeah. Yeah, because of the collision uh, <laughs> and injury risk being higher. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if anyone would, like, administratively, if anyone would be like, you know what, let's just 
admit to what we are. Let's just acknowledge what we are. We need football. Football, college football is a business. It's not an academic venture. It is a business. Mm-hmm. We have to make this business work, or a lot of people are going to struggle. Athletic departments are going to be really hurt. Programs are going to get cut. Kids are going to lose. Well, not kids are going to lose their scholarships, but kids are going to lose future opportunities at scholarships. Mm-hmm. High school students. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to lose the ability to play the sport that they love in non-revenue sports. People are going to lose their jobs. Um, if football is not played at all. Uh, I want to read something here really quick from Tony Paul, Detroit News reporter, who Michigan State fans just love, despite the fact that he's just a reporter, not oh, an opinion man. person. I, I like Tony. Shoot. <laughs> I like Tony a lot, too, but people get mad at him when he reports. He, he hooked uh, me up with, with, with my first job after college, man. I, I, got, go. I got no slander towards Tony. Great, go. great guy, solid reporter, yeah. This is what he's tweeted here, and it didn't get like any reaction, but I think it should. College football conferences are looking at a plan to mandate 14-day quarantine for anyone in contact with a COVID-19 patient, a situation that college administrators fear would essentially shut down the season with just one case. So, and Tony is someone who knows people. He is pretty well plugged into, I would say, most of, if not all, the big athletic departments in the state. Mm-hmm. Certainly uh, has communication with college administrators that would be privy to this type of information. Sure. If that's the case, Matt. Yeah, you should see how big my eyes were when you read that. <laughs> like that. Yikes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Like if let's okay. say that is like, yep, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Mandate mandatory 14-day quarantine for anyone who is around someone positively diagnosed. Well, the entire Michigan State football team and all the staff is done for 2 weeks. Under Sh- that rule. Sure. And thankfully, it's July 22nd, but say it's August 25th when this happens. Oh, boy. Yeah. Say it's September 3rd, right? Like, if that is the the grounds, it's just, it's not going to happen. And it's especially not going to happen with students on campus. If, If the decision becomes to isolate and move on, like, isolate, test everyone, and, and isolate anyone who's positive and be stringent with testing like test every other day test every three days then i think you can get it done i'm just you know i'm not sure that that's going to be the uh the way colleges go about it not every college has the resource to do that definitely you know central michigan is going to have a hard time testing their entire football team twice a week three times a week right Uh, yeah you just gotta quote thread a lot of needles with the same thread, yeah. but the needles are uh, <laughs> spinning and you're blindfolded using your left hand while trying to do it. Like, this is uh, oh, a lot of combos have to be strung together here to make this thing work yeah. out. I, I feel like I'm trying to like connect on like an 18 team, 18 team parlay right now, like just with everything <laughs> going on. Yeah, you're on 11th Street and you've got third division Ukrainian soccer. And you just are hoping your team that's down 2-0 yeah. at half mm-hmm. can rally the troops at the halftime. Yeah, before a Filipino squash for my 17th and 18th <laughs> leg of the parlay. Roll in, yeah. So there is a less doom and gloom angle to this. Yeah, humor me. Yeah, yeah, and that's so we, we have a staff member we know has tested positive. Mm-hmm. All the football players have been tested. Saturday or whatever the results come in. Zero positives on the team. Or one positive. Sure. Two positives. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course. That And that, I think, is depending on 
how the players have done policing themselves, depending on how the community that they live in has done, uh, the dorms. You know, like you said, it's pretty much just athletes on campus right now. Like, how well have they done? We know the Harper's breakout happened. It seems like that has kind of gotten under control and, and the bullet was dodged, so to speak, for many athletes. We still did, we never got a big bump in tests or in positives from athletes, and that's really encouraging that only a couple after that, and who knows if they were even connected. Um, but after the Harper's uh, outbreak, if there were like 15 football players that got it, you'd be like, okay, they were probably at Harper's. Um, but that didn't happen, right? So depending on how they're doing, how they're policing themselves, how they're isolating, how they are all managing, wearing masks, washing their hands, et cetera, et cetera, if they're all doing a really good job with that and they can come back and like these these results come back with one, two, three, zero positives, I think you can kind of feel pretty good about that. I'm like, all right, they will probably restart the workouts right away. Yeah. Like, all right, we'll just isolate these few. We've got everyone else is negative. We'll just restart the workouts and just try to continue to avoid things that can throw a wrench in this. But, like, if it, what Tony tweeted out, if that happens, mandatory two week quarantine for anyone in contact, it's not going to happen. Like, one case will shut it down. You're going to have to isolate and move on uh, with these cases, Matt. We might be getting phone calls to see if we can play. Then, <laughs> if if they're gonna do that, or yeah, we're talking like dozens, if not all players on a team getting sidelined for two weeks. Whew, yeah. Boy, yeah. Uh, listeners, I I hope you guys are doing push ups and sit ups, getting game shape because you could be on the horn too a little bit here if that's the the route they're gonna go. And make sure you have eligibility left as well. I, yeah. We'd hate yep. to commit infractions uh, in this storm that we're in. Yeah. So I, it doesn't look great. Certainly, uh, no, and it's a bummer. It's a it, it's a reality check. You know that, that's what it is. Like it, it's very tough, if not impossible, to avoid in in a size that big with more than a hundred people. So yeah, yeah. But it is different than uh, whatever like school Texas pausing or, yeah, uh, a what school pausing you. workouts because seventeen players have tested positive or f- seven, fifteen, twelve, whatever the number is. Sure. It's not that yet. We have to sort of wait for those results coming in. It's a super precautionary, and MSU, to their credit, has been more out in front and more precautionary with this stuff. There are schools that didn't even test players upon returning uh, for workouts. They only tested if you were feeling symptoms. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan State, most schools just required a negative test, and then you could go. Michigan State required two, uh, yeah. and that that's uh, they're taking it seriously. The state of Michigan certainly uh, from an administrative standpoint, has done things more with more seriousness, taking this more seriously than other states. And I think that has sort of uh, trickled down to the university and, and they're taking it seriously. And I don't know, you just hope it all sort of works out and that they've all done enough and that there's no big uh, you know, scare here. There's no reason to continue to shut down the workouts or to just kind of pull the plug on it if it comes back like 40 of the 120 kids have it like well it was it yeah that was fun ball game yeah no i usually describe it like the next few months just wishful thinking day by day survive in advance if yeah you will yeah so all right well that'll do it for us here on today's episode of locked on spartans not not overly negative but certainly uh hard to be positive at this point we, we gave it our best shot, I think. We gave it our best shot. Yeah. 
So, Matt, uh, we'll be back tomorrow on Friday with a full podcast. Sure what will. What can people expect from that? A full interview with Donnie Trosper. He is a record-holding MSU golfer, or ex-MSU golfer, I should say. He is now uh, circling around in the pros right now. So, yeah, it was a good half-hour conversation with him about life at MSU just golf, grinding on the PGA Tour, uh, or just grinding on your everyday golf course on the weekend, too. We had a lot of fun talking. So, yeah, that was a nice little uh, half-hour conversation to set you guys off into the weekend. Fantastic. We look forward to that. Thanks. On tomorrow's show, reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us uh, take us home here. Uh, go, go green. Let's, yeah. Woo. Yeah.